0: Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. It is a beautiful Tuesday afternoon here in St. Louis. Sun shining and... A a nice reminder of uh, God's great gifts for us, His love for us today, this beautiful day in studio, and brightening that studio with me today, the Reverend Dr. Daryl Zimmerman, Vice President of Programs for Grace Place Wellness. Dr. Zimmerman, welcome back to Faith and Family. Hi, Andy. Great to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Good to have you in studio. Thanks for uh, coming over. Our uh, pleasure. You're always so cheery. (laughs) I'm having fun. (laughs) Grace Place Wellness Ministries. Tell me a little bit about uh, Grace Place. I know we've talked about
1: it from time to time here. Yeah. Yeah, it really stems from a doctor's office who said, We've got to do something to help these church workers to have long and productive ministries. uh, Far too many. Falling by the wayside. So we want them to come in with that uh, initial energy that we were talking about, those young people coming into a a, um, a lifetime of ministry. And we want them to finish with the same kind of joy and enthusiasm for ministry that they start out with as uh, young people. And so what we do is uh, teach preventive wellness programs to um, watch out for yourself so you finish strong. Preventative wellness. What are we preventing well, we're preventing burnout. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a great topic. It's a real issue, a significant issue. What is burnout? <laughs> You know, this was first studied amongst church workers back in the middle of the last century. The psychological community said, there's an issue here. Why are we seeing so many church workers coming in with anxiety and depression and this feeling of burnout? I, I read a series of articles from a, uh, uh, the Seattle newspaper Uh, A reporter was studying burnout, and she had 21 clinical definitions of burnout, Hmm. and finally she got so frustrated, she was sitting with a uh, psychologist, and, and she said, can you just explain it in a way I can understand? And he thought for a moment, and he said, burnout is when the body is doing the work, but the spirit is absent. And I thought that was really good. The body is doing the work, but the spirit is absent. I've even had pastors come to me over the years and say, I think I was burned out most of my 40 years in ministry, that um, uh, pastors would be confronted by members of the congregation who would say, Pastor, you, you came to see me in the hospital and we spoke together, and you shared God's word, and we prayed together, and then you left. And I thought, what was that? It's like He wasn't even really here; wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't fully engaged and present. So I think that's a pretty simple de- definition that something's gone wrong.
0: And this happens frequently among church workers. They they're they're there, they're faithful, they're ready yeah. to show up and and do the work, but perhaps not at one hundred percent. That, that want to do the work, want to be faithful in their work, but right. uh, perhaps exhausted, fatigued, yeah. and uh, and not always able to to serve at their fullest potential. The, the research that
1: goes back to those very first studies back in the early 50s and 60s, uh, indicated that at any given time, about 20% of parish pastors are experiencing burnout, depression, anxiety and that another 20% are showing the danger signs of moving into that situation. And throughout the course of the years now, that number has been very consistent.
0: Hmm. Well, joining us now from the field to help us understand how how burnout affects church workers and and those they serve and uh, what we can do about it the reverend richard snow president of the nebraska district of the lutheran church missouri synod and uh, also recently uh, participating serving as a chaplain and worship leader for grace place wellness retreats pastor snow thanks so much for joining us today great to be here how how do you see burnout affecting church workers that that you work with and uh, and, and those they serve how do you see uh, burnout affecting them
2: oh, I think it's just kind of the the day-to-day grind that some of the guys get into you know I mean they have their work they know they need to to, to serve God's people they know they know they need to proclaim God's word and share God's gifts and yet it, it really does uh it affects how uh what how how joyous their time is and of course if you're not proclaiming the the joy of God's grace it's uh hard to be authentic with that uh God's word obviously works uh, with or with or without us in some ways but uh, i and the other thing i guess i see especially is just the effect that it has on families uh guys Share so much of their energy with the members of the congregation, and what we find is there's often very little left once they get home
0: the lacking that that energy and sometimes the joy and and you made a very good point that god's word works whether regardless of of how we are uh how we are sure. feeling or or even even if we're we're lacking in faithfulness god still works in his word he is faithful to his word but absolutely there is a desire for us to be to be joyful in going about our work and also how that as you pointed out how that can how burnout can affect our families at home and family life
2: right and i think even as you seek to proclaim god's word when when you're really dragging it's hard to be creative Hard to to uh, help people see, you know, some specifically uh, both the the arrow of God's law as it comes to us and the and the sweetness of the gospel. So, it, the, the, again, the word does its work with or without us. But as we as we want to be uh, helpful in in showing our people God's word and and specific and how that applies that does become a challenge in ter- even with with preaching and bible study and all those aspects of ministry
0: certainly for pastors uh, well, uh for teachers as well uh, for educators mm-hmm. servants of the church for uh, our vocation in in applying you know in teaching God's word or applying God's word is understanding law and gospel and A chief part of that is listening to the one you're serving, whether you're a pastor and you're providing counsel or a teacher in the classroom, listening uh, so you understand what's happening in the the minds and the hearts of those you're serving, and then being able to properly uh, apply law and gospel you know saint paul talked about that when he
1: wrote to the romans he said uh, i'm very anxious to come and see you so so that i can share with you a spiritual blessing but in in romans 1 verse 12 he says something very interesting he says and i want to come to you so that i also might be encouraged by your faith and therefore we would be a mutual blessing to one another and and so it's always who's blessing the ones who are (laughs) blessing us Mm
0: -hmm. I, if if the servant is is burnt out, fatigued, drained, mm-hmm. how likely are they to listen intently in order that they might deliver the the, the word of God uh, appropriately? You know, the the law and the gospel when right. it's appropriate. Right. Uh, so, I can see how burnout can certainly affect. Yeah, those various vocations in the church. No one wants the pastor to show up in the
1: in the hospital room and say, "Oh, you think Not you too. got it bad?" <laughs> you know that that doesn't help anybody.
0: Yeah. How then? How do we go about caring for church workers? I know Grace Place Wellness mm-hmm. Ministries uh, provides retreats. Uh, pastor Snow, what has been your experience with these retreats at Grace Place Wellness?
2: Yeah, the. The whole process that that Grace Place has put together, again, just coming at it from emotional, physical, spiritual, all the you know, all those different places, and especially, I have really found great help as they center it all in our baptism, that it all begins and ends in in the grace of God, that uh, as we as we look for wholeness and wellness and and ways that God's word encourages us again it all starts with the with the reality that it's not on how well, it's not based on how well I'm taking care of myself or my family or my finances hmm. but it really comes out of baptism that and and that too is i think just one of those freeing things that that can help us experience the the goodness that God has, the uh, the smiling face, as the Old Testament would speak of it. You know, that His face shining upon us, and so that's uh, I think Grace Place really does a great job of helping people see that it begins in grace, and then then it really calls us in in sanctification in ways that are. Are again scriptural and helpful in how we need to look at our stewardship of the of the gifts that God has given us in terms of our physical health and our finances and our family and, voc- and our vocation in various vocations so all of that I think it's just a great uh, way of looking at being good managers of God's gifts
0: what a, an interesting point that you, you touched on something that the, the old Adam and me really, um, really identified with, and that is that quite often I want to focus on what I've done to to take care of myself, to make sure that I'm doing the right things, to make sure that, that I'm well, because I'm, I'm, in addition to a servant of the church, I'm also a husband and a father. And so my first instinct, and I'm a guy, and so my first instinct is always to focus on how can I fix it? What can right. I do to fix it? And it's always on, and that's always pointing to me. Uh, but, but, Pastor, so what you've pointed out here is that the foundation of this retreat is really where my identity truly is found, and that is in baptism, in God's grace, uh, conveyed in a very, very clear way in baptism. Right. Hmm. Baptism—the yeah. central focus of these retreats.
1: Yeah, we we go back to a, a very interesting model in the scriptures. Um, right after Elijah had maybe the greatest day a professional church worker <laughs> ever had at the at the top of Mount Carmel, you know, calling down fire from God, and the and the enemies of the kingdom of God are destroyed. The very next chapter, chapter nineteen of First Kings, we see Elijah. Uh, under threat of his life from the evil forces and the, the, uh, uh, from Jezebel and, and uh, evil King Ahab. <clears throat> and um, Elijah runs and collapses, um, but where does he find the nurture and the hope to get back and to get engaged back in ministry again? And it's from the blessing of God. That it's not the Lord brings him to the top of Mount Sinai and and it's not in the the storm or it's not in the earthquake or the fire, fire. It's in the still small voice of the Lord speaking to him and saying, Elijah, you are my own and I have more for you to do. And he feeds him. He gives him rest. Uh, we like to think of this as the first Grace Place Wellness church worker <laughs> retreat, uh, but mostly the Lord speaks to him and reminds him of his identity as a child of God, which we know through our baptismal, the gift of baptismal grace. Uh,
0: Pastor Stowe, how have you seen uh, the benefits? Where have you seen the benefits of a Grace Place Wellness retreat for servants of the
2: church? Uh, probably the, in this last week, as an example, and this has been the really kind of the third time I've experienced a a, a retreat, uh, about four or five years ago, we, we went out when we were still in the parish, went out to uh, to Colorado for one and then had one with the council of presidents, but uh, all of them, I think the, the real focus that has been a blessing is, is looking at, at our families and, um, Kind of recognizing that, that, that God has called us, you know, first to, to take care of our own bride, um, our own family and, you know, and, and then of course the, the bride of Christ. But I would say that's one of the biggest ways in which it's really helped. And again, it just doesn't bring just the worker; it brings the you know worker and spouse, and so it it kind of looks at that wholeness in terms of marriage and uh, looks. Uh, one of the greatest parts of it, I think, is you know just you're, you're always in in the Word, uh, whether it's the the presentations that are that are happening or during the different uh, hourly devotions that go with that that. Throughout it all, God's word is 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 surrounding us. Uh, time of prayer, time of devotion. Uh, so all of that, I think, really just brings us back again, again and again, to our baptism, and then sends us out from our baptism in in how we again manage God's gifts.
1: And and what we've discovered along the way after years and years of doing the retreats which is which are focused on couples and saying we want your marriage uh, your devotional life at home uh, to be a place of sanctuary a place of refuge that that there's such joy and and wonderful intimacy and spiritual life at home that the church workers always have this place of refuge But we've learned that that church workers really, in a sense, have two marriages, that uh, married to the church and that congregational family. And so now through our congregational retreats, we're uh, helping churches to discover that if we can create relationships at the church— that are holy and Christ-centered and spirit-led, uh, seasons with, with grace and forgiveness for one another, that our church workers are going to thrive there, too. That when, um, when congregation and pastor and educators together are living as the body of Christ, forgiving, loving, caring, nurturing one another— then marvelous things are going to happen in 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 ministry. So not just the the marriage and family at home, but that wonderful relationship that can be so great between uh, pastors, DCEs, and their congregations.
0: Focusing on marriage in an individualistic society, the society that we mm-hmm. live on live in, uh, so individualistic that would say, you know, this. Something like caring for a a worker is about that individual and would separate that from you know their 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 life at home. That's right. private. That that has nothing to do with their work. But yeah. this clearly emphasizes the yeah. the, the importance of uh, who we are yeah. as as Christians. Going back to that identity that's that's given in baptism, our identity that's found in baptism. But marriage is this institution of. God that is serves as a foundation for much of what we do in um, not only in society, but also in the church
1: as well. Right. A a picture of the unity that God has given to Mm -hmm. the church that we don't always live out fully. And so living by his grace in the church, having that same unity. Uh, like Paul talked about to the Romans and, and so many of his epistles where he's writing to the church and the focus is on the relationship between the the apostle and the congregation saying, hey, God has given us such a wonderful gift of this unity. Let's live it to its fullest.
0: Pastor Snow, the the retreat, what is uh, probably the, what would you say is uh, one of the most beneficial things that you've gained from participating in the retreat? He's doing a lot more well, it, sit-ups now, uh,
2: isn't he, <laughs> yeah, Rich? Yeah, and, uh... yeah. well, actually, that is you know I mean there's coming into this I've 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 tried with my office there's a lot of times in meetings and cars you know traveling that sort of thing so a lot of it, a lot of it is being careful not to not to give in to a sedentary lifestyle mm-hmm. but I would say this time especially. Uh, the for my devotions, I've always had a pretty good devotional life and uh, tried at least you know, on a daily basis to spend time in God's word at the beginning of the day, prayer, walking prayer, that kind of a thing. But but this time especially the the opportunity to really pause and meditate on on a on a verse or two. That's one of the. Uh, tools that they give you at Grace Place is the, is that, you know, Meditatio, you know, uh, that whole series, um, what is it, Meditatio? Oratio, Meditatio. Oratio, there we go. Intentatio. Intentatio. So so, um, that was, I think, the, that was really uh, especially helpful for me to really stop and, and just spend time in, in, in that meditation on a, on a single verse or two, uh, I, I tend to read a chapter or two and then kind of think about the, the, the larger picture. And this really helped me kind of focus in and to really in that meditation, again, think about my baptism, think about how God's word speaks that grace as I begin my day. So that I think was the other part. And, uh, the other thing they uh, Grace Place brings in somebody from Concordia Plan Services to help you look at finances and especially retirement and those kinds of things and and so that's always a, a very helpful. Piece of the of the week as well. Those I would say are the three big takeaways for me this this time in this retreat.
0: The Reverend Richards, no president of the Nebraska District of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Thanks so much for joining us today and sharing about uh, your participation in the Grace Place Wellness Retreat.
2: Thank you very much for letting me share those thoughts. Uh, again, a great ministry, wonderful opportunity to to rest in the in God's grace. Thanks.
0: Darryl, he he pointed out the several of the benefits uh, mm. d- learning to to one to avoid sedentary lifestyle right um so uh, taking care of our physical health yeah but also not neglecting the word of god in our daily lives it, it's something that we can do no matter what our vocation is yeah. but as church workers we can we can be so caught up in in making sure that that we're preparing to teach that we forget that the Word of God is for us, also a- for me. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes that I found
1: that I use in uh, all of our retreats, uh, Lauren Sanny was the executive director of the Navigators Ministry for a, a generation. And he always advised people, if your output exceeds your input your upkeep will be your downfall. <laughs> and and I, I have all of the people at our retreats remember that. Like we start there early on first day of the retreat. If your output exceeds your input, your upkeep will be your downfall. And those who are so busy as, as those fountains of living water that the Lord makes us to be, we've got to remember that Jesus said, come to me and drink. That whoever is thirsty, come and drink. And then you will be a fountain of living water for other people. And uh, that's so critical.
0: We have just about three minutes, but I want to go mm-hmm. over what happens in a Grace Place Wellness Retreat Yeah, uh, and, and also announce any upcoming opportunities.
1: Yeah, our, our uh, typical schedule for a day will be uh, to begin with morning prayer, bright and early. Uh, we do a very simple exercise program for about 20, 30 minutes called Morning Stretch just uh, bending and reaching our toes and uh, uh, getting engaged with our physical nature. Uh, Then after breakfast, the morning is spent in our topical discussions. We work around the Lutheran wellness wheel. So spiritual and baptismal well-being then relational, intellectual, and emotional, and finish the week with vocational, uh, physical, and financial well-being. Afternoons are always free for uh, couples, individuals, to have their time together to process things. And then we come together for uh, fellowship in the evening, uh, lighter topics. Uh, The day is interspersed with morning Prayer, uh, noonday prayer, evening prayer, and close of day prayer. So that's uh, how a typical week goes.
0: Praying the offices, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a beautiful time for us.
0: Upcoming events that uh, that might that, that might still have some open spots for yeah. educators and teachers are I mean pastors, church workers.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we'll be in the New Jersey district and there are still some openings for our July retreat. Uh, that's the 17th through the 21st, and uh, then in Florida, Georgia district retreat in October. Uh, there are some uh, openings still for church workers from the Senate to sign up, and you can get information on our website. Uh, the uh, I will also be coming up uh, in July at the Black Ministry Convocation, doing some workshops for church workers. And uh, the South Dakota Professional Church Workers Conference in October, where uh, people are encouraged to bring their spouses. I'll be there for three days. So we're looking forward to those events. And many of our congregational and staff retreats interspersed. The website? Grace
0: Place Wellness.. Dot O-R-G. That's pretty easy. GracePlaceWellness.org. My guest today, the Reverend Dr. Daryl Zimmerman, Vice President of Programs for Grace Place Wellness. Thank you so much for coming over and sharing with us today My pleasure about uh, caring for our church workers. Thanks so much. Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word, right here on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.